Welcome to the Embracing Brokenness podcast, where our goal is to engage with all of those willing to venture deeper into their transformational journey with Christ. Here's your host and co-founder of Embracing Brokenness Ministries, Steve Adams. Welcome everyone. Wow, it is 2022. Happy New Year. It's really hard to believe, but you know, here's the thing. I like even numbers for some reason. I'm not sure why. So 2022 has a really nice ring to it, don't you think? Well, being the eternal optimist that I am, I believe greater things are on the horizon for us this year. How about you? Well, let's face it, the last couple of years were tough ones. There's no denying that. I'll spare you the list of reasons why. I'm sure you have your own personal list for that matter. But on this podcast, I want to focus on two things. Remembering and consecrating. First, remembering. Start with a quiet lull, though. Okay, don't rush in to 2022. Look back on the year and reflect it with gratitude. Now, what do I mean by that? So here's a question that I would ask myself and ask you to ask yourself. Where did you experience the goodness of God this past year? I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I forget so quickly the times that God has come through for me. And it's, it's a lot. Um, for example, that long waited on promotion. Uh, let's see, maybe that first grandbaby, uh, the miracle of healing, some kind of physical or maybe even spiritual healing, you name it. I would suggest writing it down. Remember and share that moment with someone. It's so good for your heart and soul. For all the things, I mean, the large things, the small things. But there's a part two of remembering as you look back. And sometimes that means grieving or mourning what has been lost. You know, it's, it's been a brutal time for all of humanity on this planet. If in 2020, 2021, virtually no exceptions, no pun intended. The world seemed to go virtual. Even today, I, I'm reading articles here recently on LinkedIn and other places that, you know, this idea of work from home, it's still very much alive and almost demanded by many people. Uh, probably for a couple of reasons, not just because uh, they have to, but it's revealed that there's a lot of benefits to, you know, being at, on your own time and in your own environment. So I want to take that one step further, though. Um, you know, we, you, you ever see those snow globes? You know, you shake them and then the snow goes everywhere. Well, I think we live in that shaken snow globe with all the flakes falling around us. And I don't mean people flakes. I mean just situations, circumstances, and things like that. And as part of this process, it's, it's not healthy to avoid naming those disappointments. So, again, reflect in gratitude, but also honor, mourning, or even grieving. You know, it's, it's a way of unsticking your heart, I'm going to call it, because we do get hung up in these places if we don't grieve our losses. Uh, we have to acknowledge the key things we've learned from God. And it's not always easy lessons, but God is 
consistently invading our world in a way that we can learn from him. Um, it, it, I think it's why journaling is so important. Our tendency is to rush on to the next thing and not ponder the goodness of God and how he came through for us. No matter what, it's simple. it can be simple or complex. Are you, are you tracking with me? I mean, I know it's January 3rd and there's so many plans that need our attention, but we should pause, wait, reflect, and listen to what God has for us, for you, from 2021. Okay, an example. And so as it may seem, I am extremely grateful for our golden retriever, Tucker. Every time I look, every time I'm looking at him, he wags his tail and I sense it's kind of, you know, it's why he's a dog. Think about this. I, I said this before, spell it backwards. What do you get? Right. God. I believe that God reacts to me <laughs> the same way Tucker does. He's so happy. I'm here. He loves to be with me. But if I don't slow down and take the time to develop a relationship with him, I mean, it'd be like ignoring my four-legged buddy over here going about my day. In fact, he's laying right here next to me right now. So if you hear anything in the background, that's him rustling. He still follows me around, but I hardly notice sometimes due to my busyness. Well, much the way that God built our heart to have a pause after every beat of that heart, he created our mere existence to mirror that action. Just look at Jesus. He did that exact same thing. While the crowds were wanting to surround him constantly, he looked for the pause. The world is full of grief and stress. Hold on to the things that God did for you this past year. It's important. Lauren Hill once said this, everything we do should be a result of our gratitude for what God has done for us. Kristen Armstrong, who's the most decorated U.S. women cyclist of all time, once proclaimed, when we focus on our gratitude, the tide of disappointment goes out and the tide of love rushes in. I love that. And I particularly like this quote by Melody Beatty. Now, she was an author of the best-selling book way back in the late 80s, Codependent No More. She said this, Gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. So as we look ahead, how would you prioritize your 2022? What is that vision that you wanna create for tomorrow? Well, I think gratitude has a lot to do with creating that vision and prioritizing it. What are the most significant hopes and dreams you have for the coming year? For your spiritual well-being, for your family, your career, vocation or your ministry if you are in ministry or whatever you're doing and, it, and you know and, and to me ministry is vocation is career if you're a believer in Jesus Christ you take ministry wherever you go if you're a student or a young adult coming into your own independence what are your desires for the future I mean these are all important questions asked as we turn the calendar on what I what I would term a pretty difficult year still in 2021 
About this time of the year, I began asking God for a word or a phrase that would capture the essence of what he has for me in the coming months. Most of the time, it's only, you know, one or only a few words, maybe. Uh, I'll just give you an example. For last year, God spoke to my heart and, and said simply this as I was praying. Authenticity and provision through me. Do you get that? He said, your authenticity and provision will come through me. So as I look back, I, I kind of get it. I, being my authentic self in everything I do and teach in ministry and in life is vitally important. And I see how it happened as he asked me in the beginning of last year to write about my journey some 25 years ago. That journey landed me in federal prison after compromising my integrity, values, and I did it in exchange for money, prestige, power, that sort of thing. Okay, I've talked about it before. And I finished a manuscript for a book that I was writing by the end of February, exactly 25 years after my release date. And I called the book 90 Days on the Inside. Uh, which is what I actually had on the top of my journal written during incarceration. Now, 90 days isn't a ton of time, but it taught me an awful lot. And there's an amazing story leading up to that, during that time, and after it that God asked me to chronicle. And I subtitled it, A Short Timer's Journey of Brokenness, Surrender, Healing, and Redemption. I don't think I could be more authentic than that. I didn't want to talk about that time in my life. Heck, I didn't talk about it for almost 25 years. You know, there was a lot of shame around it, embarrassment. Uh, you know, I, I made bad choices. I was young, but that doesn't excuse me because God gave me the tools to make the right decisions. But that's being authentic. Writing a full-length nonfiction account of my life before, during, and after that time. And what God did to heal my heart, that's what he asked me to do. That's being authentic. On the provision front, we lacked for nothing. So as he gave me those words about, you know, provision through him, it was simple. I mean, whew, God provided for our family during an extremely tentative time around the world and in our own lives. You know, continued employment by Colleen. And in some ways, I, I could see the value in me doing full-time ministry because I could support her during COVID as she serves on the leadership team at the local mission here. It, it was chaos. It was bedlam. There was very little predictability in it. And that's okay because God carried his mission forward. So my ability to do ministry online and in person when it was possible, even in 2021, at the mission where Colleen works and also in prison, and I did it virtually, I did it some in person as things opened up, but now it's back again to the, the virtual side. Uh, I began podcasting on a regular basis, and I garnered new relationships around the world through writing and blogging and, po and the podcast and just social media and things that I could do to communicate uh, that way. Well, I didn't expect it. That wasn't what I had signed up for. But hey, God provided, not just financially, that wasn't the, the critical part of it. It was more provision was made in a whole lot of ways spiritually, too. I think you could probably name a few ways that God provided for you. It's part of that gratitude that I just spoke of. But here's my challenge to you, friends. Okay, Starting now in 2022, take some personal time and as a family in prayer. So consecrate this upcoming year to God. Tell him your hopes. Tell him your dreams. But also ask 
patiently for him to confirm and consecrate whatever may come your way. You know, the, the unknown being paramount overall. Like we, we have no clue what tomorrow will bring, no matter how optimistic we are. And I'm the eternal optimist, okay? 2020 was a perfect example. Who saw coronavirus? Never really heard of it, even though it might have been known by others in the scientific community, but nobody knew what COVID-19 was. And it sidelined the entire world, locked down the world. How does that? Okay, if that isn't the enemy working against everything God is trying to do, but yet there was plenty of good that came out of it. So we can see how God flips the switch on the devil and his plans. I, you know, look, I have no clue what tomorrow will bring, no matter how we think that is true. So in your quiet time, ask God to give you a word or a series of words that will sum up his vision for your 2022. Put it on a sticky note. Place it somewhere you'll be reminded of it daily. I, I write mine in my Outlook calendar on my computer. Now, everybody has a computer, but on Sundays, I'll read it. So I read it at least once a week every Sunday because it's there on my calendar. And it reminds me of what God already promised he would do in this coming year for me. And he delivers every time. If I can go back five or six years, every word of encouragement he gave me or word of something to help me look forward with, envision on, happened. It was amazing. And I don't consider myself, you know, someone who has some supernatural connection with God any more than you can. He just comes through every time. And you're saying, but Steve, I don't have that kind of intimate conversation with God. That's okay. He'll speak to you in ways you never expected. Trust me on this one, as I said earlier. Just start asking. So as we close, I want to say how grateful I am for each of you that tune in here every other week. It's an honor to bring my thoughts to you in this way. And to see what God has and celebrate the victories with you. So I look in scripture and in Joshua 3 5 it says this then Joshua said to the people consecrate yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you in John 7 38 from the message Jesus promised that for those who entrust themselves fully to his great heart he says this quote rivers of living water will brim and spill out of their depths unquote Jesus knows what we need as we turn our hearts toward this new year. So folks, God will do wonders in your life. Consecrate all you are, all you have, all you hope for to him. With that, I want to bless you in 2022. Lord, I pray for all of my friends and folks that are listening here around the globe. I want you, Lord, to reach deeply into their lives as believers and show them the hope, the vision that you have for them in this coming year. Give them the confidence to know that you are in control. Not them, Lord, not me. I'm not in control. You are in control. So I pray now for provision. I pray now for your loving heart to be shown into each one of those around me and those lives that I impact. And I do so also, Lord, I pray for those who are listening to me right now, even those that can't hear me, Lord, that love you 
bring about a blessing for their lives in 2022. In your name we pray. Amen. This was another episode of the Embracing Brokenness podcast. For more information on Embracing Brokenness Ministries or to subscribe to our blog, podcast, YouTube channel, or engage with us on social media, please visit our website at embracingbrokenness.org. Thanks for joining us.